Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. I will now introduce my very special guest today, and he is Anthony May, OBE, Chief Executive of the Hospital Trust. Plus, I have a couple of fellow presenters here, Raji and Steve. So welcome, everybody, to the studio. So we are delighted to um, meet with you, Anthony, and I've lost my place. And congratulations, first of all, on your real year of honours. First of all, you, uh, you have been appointed as one of the deputy lieutenants. And then, of course, in June, you got the OBE, which we are, is really brilliant. So for, would you like to tell us all, you know, what these have meant to you personally? Uh, yes, so um, um, good morning, everybody, and uh, thank you so much for having me on your your show. Uh, I've learned so much about hospital radio already this morning. Uh, I think what you do is amazing, particularly given that you've been doing it since 1974, which is incredible. So thank you very much. The, so the awards, it's um, on the one hand, it's a bit embarrassing um, <laughs> because I don't normally... Uh, I'd like to talk about myself. I'd rather talk about what I do for a living and trying to help people. But I am very honoured, first of all, to become a, a deputy lieutenant working with, with Sir John Peace and uh, his colleagues. It, that, that feels like a special honour for me because I'm not from Nottinghamshire originally, although I've lived here for a long time. And that it kind of feels like um, that's a, a real measure of how much Nottinghamshire means to me and how much of my life has been devoted to try and help people in Nottingham and Nottinghamshire so I was really pleased with that and the um, the OBE that still feels a bit surreal I'm going to get it next week actually I'm going to Windsor Castle on um, on Tuesday marvellous so that all feels uh, I'm very flattered and, and honoured but I'm also the sort of person who doesn't look back very much I tend to look forward so um, I'm now very very much engaged in my job here at NUH and the OBE was for my previous career so what I hope to do is have the same level of success uh, and I achievement here at NUH as I've had previously I've been very lucky in my career and I hope that continues thank you very nice I think you've done extremely well so right on to your role as a CEO so what we would like to know is what is a day in the life of a CEO like uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you about today then, if you like. So I came in to the office about uh, quarter to seven this morning. I try and have an hour or so uh, before I start meetings, doing emails, catching up, preparing for the day, reading. And then my day is very much taken up with... Uh, I try and divide my work into three. So planning for the future spend a lot of time thinking about how we can develop the hospitals, uh, make them as good as they can be for our patients. Uh, I spend about a third of my time on the day-to-day -day making sure the hospital is running safely, particularly over winter when we're very, very busy. And then a third of my time out and about meeting people, uh, our partners, our stakeholders, and doing things like this, coming to see um, people on the wards, in our services. Uh, and that could really sort of maps out my average average day lots of meetings but hopefully interspersed with lots of meetings uh, of people out on the wards and colleagues and making sure that I'm visible and seem to be out and about uh, um, so that people can know me 
uh, and if they know you and you can stop them in the corridors and uh, remember their names uh, and people start to trust you then um, you know they, they will work for you uh, and I found that over my career actually that if you've got a good relationship with people and they can see you just as a normal person then you can very quickly build a rapport with them and that's better for everybody everyone wants to feel uh, valued at, at work so I try and do a lot of that yes exactly and very important in the um in the health service that people you should be visible and people feel they can approach you so sounds a very busy day but interesting yes what, what do you think Raj? yes um thanks for having me in as well mary um i think that personal touch is really important in 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 all the aspects of communicating with people and uh, certainly with with nhr that's that's one thing we kind of pride ourselves on these days people have um uh you know mobile phones mobile devices and so they can um engage with music of their own choice but um we try to uh, make a, a personal difference by um, visiting people on the wards, connecting with them personally. Uh, and what you're saying, you know, in, in your role as well, obviously that's very important to you and that does create, hopefully, that sense of trust with people as well. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's really important. When I first came here, we undertook a piece of work which uh, we published in January this year. We called it People First and it was all about valuing the people, our patients, the staff, and our stakeholders and during the period when we put that piece of work together we had well over 4,000 interactions with people that work here, patients, partners and it made such a difference to the quality of the work because we knew what people were thinking and we could reflect their hopes and fears because this can be a challenging place to, to work in the work and it also meant that we were clear about what we think we should do to improve in the future and we were confident that those improvements would reflect the wishes of our patients and the wishes of the people that work here and at the end of the day that's why I'm in this job it isn't, it isn't for me uh, it's to make sure that we make things better every day try and make something better particularly given the past few years and how challenging they, they've been we absolutely must look forward and try to continue to improve and learn something every day you can't do that if you don't know the people you work with and you don't know your patients no exactly and what would you is your feeling that people are generally happy or um you know do you get a a lot of complaints so we do <coughs> uh, well okay that's a i'll answer the question rather than talk around it uh yes most of the patients I speak to are genuinely grateful for the treatment and the care we provide them. Some, however, don't have the experience we want them to have and they do complain. And I sign the letters of complaint personally because that's the best way to learn. And we do extract the themes from the complaints and try and put those into our improvement plans and take action so that we don't make the same mistakes twice. Our staff have been through a difficult period, but again, we're blessed to have literally tens of thousands of staff who are committed and dedicated to NUH and give of their best every day, despite the, the challenges. And there are some signs that morale amongst staff has improved, actually, in recent times. Our recruitment and retention levels are better. When I'm out and about talking to people, they're very enthusiastic about the future. They've got the same passion to improve things here for our patients as I have.
Yes, and it's a massive organisation to run. I think I read somewhere there were 1,700 beds, is that right? Yeah, roughly. Uh, and then somewhere around 19,000 people that work across the three sites that we've got. And next year, more likely actually early 2025, uh, we'll, we'll open a fourth site, the National Rehabilitation Centre, which is near East Leak, which is a feather in our cap. So it's a big and complicated organisation, but I'm used to that. I've run those before. Doesn't mean you can't give it the personal touch. Doesn't mean you can't get to know people, particularly the patients that we serve and the staff that serve them. It's still possible to do that across a big organisation. You just have to put your mind to it. Exactly. And I think what I'm picking up is you're very positive and that's good. Yeah. So I try to be. Um, I try to come to work every day as if I've never been here before. That way you see things afresh and you can pick out the things that we're doing well and you can pick out the things that we should improve. But to my mind, improvement never stops. There's always something you can do every day to make something better. And when you work in a people business, that should be focused on making things better for the people that we serve. Not just the patients, their families, the local taxpayers need to have confidence in their local NHS. And people like me are charged with the privilege and the responsibility of making that happen and I do take it very seriously but I'm also very optimistic and positive that we can make things better and continue to improve. I'm sure you can. Yeah and uh, perhaps after the next song we can have a little chat about um, your life away from work and uh, and interest that you have uh, as well so uh, perhaps we'll maybe have a, a, a piece of music Mary? Yes or shall we play your request? All oh, right okay. I have that all lined up so it is woman right uh, little smish am I right? Little sims I think. Little sims yeah sorry Okay, let's see if we can get it to go. Well, that was a song just for you, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, tell us, tell us uh, why that in particular. Uh, well, I try not to overthink uh, my music preferences. So, first of all, I just like it. Oh, uh, I think it's enough. really upbeat. Uh, but underneath it, there's a very strong message about uh, women, and particularly women of colour, and we have spent a lot of time since I've been here on our inclusion agenda, trying to make everybody feel part of the broader NUH family. So it, uh, it sort of struck me that it was appropriate, but it's also a nice upbeat tune, especially if you're laid up in bed. I thought it might cheer you up a bit. Great stuff. And, and what about music generally? Are you someone who, who uh, enjoys your music? Do you have particular genres or artists uh, that you like? I do enjoy music uh, very much, uh, but eclectic, I would describe as my taste, including things like, I do quite like a lot of the younger British rap artists, but at the same time, I'm a big jazz fan as well, and all, all points in between, I think. I think when you reach my age, uh, you do, you know, you think back to the things that were formative in your younger years so you kind of have a tendency to go back and listen to stuff like that so van morrison people like that but i also try and keep up with music today because i think there are so many young talented musicians uh, that's a shame not to tap into them as well so i try and listen to as much as i can uh, new and old yes we, we do get a um, a wide variety of music on the show though don't we yeah, we certainly do. I mean, uh, that's one of the great joys of a request show. You can hear everything from classical to heavy metal to jazz to 
uh, all the different uh, Two, genres you I can have imagine. To say, Bing Crosby and White Christmas coming hey. up soon. Oh well, you know. Uh, well, you, you, it, it is kind of the season. We're getting there, aren't we, Mary? But uh, we are. Um, but you, you're saying off air that you're uh, you hail from the Southampton area. Um, just wondering what other sort of interests you have outside of work, and do you have any particular hobbies, passions, that sort of thing? So at home, we've got a very big garden that takes up quite a lot of my time, although I'm under instructions most of the time for that, um, but I enjoy it. Uh, I cycle a lot, so I try and keep fit, uh, walk a lot, uh, I read a lot and I collect art and I do listen to quite a lot of music as well. So when I'm not at work, I do try and switch off. It is really important when I'm not here to think about something else, so when I come back I'm fresh and I'm looking at things new and not having dwelt on it when I go home because there are times when the job can be challenging and, and stressful and it's better if you don't take it home so having some interests outside of work is is important yeah really important to unplug sometimes whatever we're, we're doing uh, in our work but uh, yeah so uh, Mary do you have any other any things that you'd like to ask well I was just thinking that you have a lot of interest but it seems as though you have very long days so, I mean, starting at quarter to seven, you must leave home at what, six o'clock? Yeah, luckily I don't live too far away. And when I come in that time of day, it's, I live in a Vale of Beaver, so it's only oh, so half an I. hour to QMC and 40 minutes to City Hospital. And I try and spend my time between the two and I go to Rope Walk House as well, um, as much as I can. And I, I do have long days. I work into the evenings as well, but I still find time to, <coughs> excuse me, to relax and do other things. I think it, it's important. I've always worked really hard. I don't, I don't, um, I don't mind working hard, no, no. provided uh, we're doing the right things, we're improving, we're moving forwards, and I enjoy the job. So I don't see it as a chore being here. It's a place I like to be. Good. I don't live in the Vale of Beaver, but I, I, I used to go there quite a lot with my son, who who's a bit of a bird watcher. Well, he's kind of obsessed with the Xbox now, but Beaver's a great place for, for nature watching. Um, lots of buzzards and red kites as well, uh, which are fantastic raptors. And, and there's um, Bottesford, they've got peregrines there as well. So that's uh, one of one of our little uh, little passions as bird watching. But uh, Anthony, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in. Uh, it is. Hasn't it, Mary? It and, has, uh, yes. You know, um, hopefully you'll, you'll come back sometime and um, share, spread the word about NHR as well where you can. Well, I will, because the listeners might not know that all the 25-odd people who work for our hospital radio are volunteers. And having spoken to you this morning, you've given a lot of your time where you could be doing something else. And I really appreciate it. I think you provide an amazing service and you add to the rich tapestry of NUH and I am super grateful to you and it's been a pleasure this morning but most of all I wanted to leave by saying thank you uh, to you for what you do because the hospital wouldn't be the same uh, without you. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did. And thank you.